0: Do you want to run? Do you want to run? Do you want to run? Do you even trail bra? Do you want to run? Do you want to run? Do you want to run? 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 Do you even trail bra? Welcome back to Rebecca Run's Trails. This is episode two. Ooh, what a week. Um, I don't think I've ever in my life eaten so much and slept so much. So uh, after trying, attempting to run my first 100 miler, um, this week's been really interesting. Um, a lot better than I expected. Um, honestly, I was very nervous about doing um, long distance races like this because I just hear horror stories from people about how they don't want to run anymore. Or, you know, they're just so wrecked that they can't run. But I really had, it was an interesting week. It was, it was a good week, though. So, like I said, I've never ate and slept so much in my life. I have been starving every single day. And I've really been, you know, before the race, um, before jackpot, I've been trying to really watch what I eat and, and not overeat and um, not gain weight and lose weight. Uh, so it was really tough this week because I knew, you know, everyone kept telling me, just listen to your body and eat um, and so I did a lot of eating, uh, but I just went with it. I really tried to stay healthy, tried to eat a lot of greens, but then again, there was a lot of pizza this week, a lot of canes. I usually don't do that too much. Um, but I just tried to enjoy it and embrace it. Um, I would get off work. I, I teach and I would come home from school with my sons and I would crash on the couch, just fall asleep. And I never do that. Like I never take naps. I've been napping all week. I've been going to bed really early. I usually go to bed early, but I've been going to bed really early and then I've been finding I normally get up at four o'clock, four thirty. Uh, that alarm's been going off, and I have been sleeping in, and I never do that. So I just, you know, I tried to embrace it. Um, it's just been eating and um, sleeping. Um, I felt for a little while there. I got a little sad. I felt like I was morphing into Job of the Hut, like. I even, you know, was teasing my sons, but I was like, chaka ta ta bring me a pizza, you know, because I've been living on my couch just devouring food, it feels like, which is really out of the norm for me. Uh, but I tried to tried just go with it. I would, I would figure after doing uh, 82 miles, that's pretty normal, and I've heard that from a lot of people. Um, it was really funny. Right after the race, I had to go to the grocery store with my boys, and so we'd go to our local grocery store down the street. I couldn't walk. Um, I was pretty stiff this was the day after I think so it was, I had to grab a cart and, and have my boys help me and if there was something on a lower shelf or if I needed something heavy put into the cart I had to have them do it So I was really grateful that I had the boys for that it was kind of making me laugh really hard I think people in the grocery store probably wondered what was wrong with me because I was kind of Limping and moving super slow and my boys were doing everything for me But it was pretty funny and I wanted to buy everything like we, I usually get the same things at the grocery store And I want everything looked amazing and delicious. And I wanted to buy everything and I wanted to buy so much junk food, but I did not do that. So, um, I, I had a couple of days where I, like I said, I was just exhausted and I was starving, you know, after I was really worried about my knee, um, that honestly, I'm so glad I I said this over and over again. I am so glad that I stopped at 82.5. I've had people ask me all week. You know, did I regret quitting? You know, oh, you were so close. I wasn't. Um, but uh, I don't still. Uh, there was something definitely wrong with my knee. And so after the race, it was really, really bothering me. Um, I went to work, and at work, I normally run up and down the hallway or I'll run up and down the quad. And we have a little, st- there's a little area where there's little stairs. So I was going to talk to one of my friends, and I was going down the stairs, and I couldn't go down the stairs. Like my knee locked up and it hurt so bad and I it was painful to go down the stairs. So that was a signal to me, you know, on Monday that there was definitely something wrong with my knee. And so it was a really that started to spiral into, you know, nor, my normal fear and paranoia that I was I'd hurt myself and I'm never going to be able to run again. So, on um, that the knee thing, you know, bothered me all week. I I it's better. Um, and I'll talk more about that in a second. But again, I'm super glad that I quit when I did. I I, I, I don't regret that. Like I was a little worried that I would regret uh, being so close. Right. 82 miles and dropping, you know, not getting to 100. I could have stood out. I could have stayed out there and I could have suffered through it. And I had so much help out there. So many people out there. But um, I just I wanted to walk away from that, and I didn't want to walk away with an injury. And so now, like I said, with this knee thing, I, it only reaffirms the fact that there was something wrong with me. I wasn't just making an excuse for myself. Uh, there was definitely something wrong. The blisters I had horrible blisters too. So for a few days there, that was really interesting because I would walk, um, and it was it was super painful, and they eventually started to drain, which was really disgusting. I've never had blisters before. So that's a pretty amazing thing. Uh, and they started to drain. And so that was okay. So honestly, by the time I, I went back to work, I was off on Monday. When I went back to work on Tuesday, um, I was moving pretty good. My knee was still bothering though. So when I got to work, it was really awesome because all my coworkers, even the ones that don't run or don't understand, you know, how I can be so crazy to run so much. Everybody was so supportive and I was getting so many questions and everyone was congratulating me. And going into class, you know, I, I write my goal on my whiteboard in the front of my classroom, so going into class, and, you know, my students, every class period, they would come in, I teach, I teach seven classes, my students would come in, and they would say, oh, how was your race, how did you do, you know, and I told them, I was like, you guys, I had to take an L, you know that means uh, loss to them. I, I had to take an L at mile eighty-two, and of course, like every class is like, "Oh my gosh, Ms. Thomas, eighty-two miles—that's not an L. You're you're amazing." It was so nice to hear that from the kids. Um, I I showed them my Strava. And I was, I showed them my splits cause I have some students in my classes that are cross country runners and they really appreciate that. And, and I have to say, like, I still, I can't believe that I did that. Like I looked at my splits later and I still, I don't know how I did that. Uh, wow. So again, I'm super proud of myself. I, I am not, I, there are no regrets there and I don't think there ever will be. Uh, I will, I will attempt a hundred miler again. You know, I signed up for uh stagecoach. I stand up for stagecoach, I think, the day after, uh, so that's in September, and that's a very different type of race, so so no regret there, but my students were just so amazing, and and they were all, like, just amazed at what I had done and really supportive, and they, too, agreed, like, that the fact that I hadn't, you know, that I didn't get to 100 was not that big of a deal to them, so that was cool. I didn't disappoint any of my students. That really meant a lot to me, and again, you know, a lot of my co-workers, because I did have a couple of co-workers that came out to say hi to me, and it was really cool. Just everybody was so supportive. So very cool. Um, and, you know, at work this week, I, I had a huge announcement. I'm actually, I teach government. I've been teaching social studies for 11 years. I teach, Um, right now, I teach U.S. government, AP, U.S. government, comparative politics. I'm a poli-sci person. I used to teach U.S. history. Love U.S. history. Um, but I um, am going to be actually in charge of our IT, information technology program, like, next year. So this is a huge that I'm taking on. Um, I'm going to have to work this summer. and I'm going to have to take some classes to get um, licensed in that area, but um, I'm super excited. So I'm just hoping that that extra commitment that I have with this new position doesn't impact my running too much. But it's like I tell everybody, you know, everyone always asks me, I don't know how you find time to do all this stuff. Running gives me time, you know, without running. And I discovered that again this week. Um, I'm not the same person and I'm more productive and I'm more en- energetic and I'm more motivated to do things when I am running. So running kind of gives me the tools to do all these extra things that I always do. So taking on this new position, um, I'm definitely going to need my running and hopefully I can I can make it work. Um, but I'm super excited about that. It's a huge change for me. So work was great this week. My students were great. Uh, it was awesome. I, I mentioned before um, I got my plan, uh, from my coach, my, my, my plan is written, uh, by Emily, uh, Harrison Torrance. Uh, she's amazing. Google her. Um, and I love the fact that I have somebody coaching me or writing my plan for me who is an accomplished ultra runner and she has done and won, you know, a lot of the races that I want to do. So it's really nice to have that. Um, I, I tell everyone If you're serious about this, I don't care if you're just doing, you know, half marathons or marathons, um, but I, I highly suggest that you pay someone to write a plan for you. I've used online plans before. Like I know you can go Google free plans all the time and I've done that and I've hurt myself. Um, and the thing that I like most about using Emily is that she customizes my plan for me. So I told her, you know, she asked all these questions and then I can tell her, okay, here are the races that I have. Here's my... Custody schedule because that's huge for me. I have my sons every other week So every other weekend I have my boys and they're 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 eight right now So I can't leave them home alone. So I either have to get a sitter or I have to run on a treadmill Um, And so she she writes that into my plan though She takes the time to schedule my runs so that it works out that way Um, And then also, you know, I have a group run on Monday night So she puts that in there and it's just really great and then you know, she's very specific about what I do so Um, I tell her all this stuff and then she sends me this amazing spreadsheet. Uh, you know, it started after Jackpot and it's going to go to Quicksilver and it's there to, you know, help me achieve my goals. And so having that peace of mind and that insurance, uh, knowing that I have someone who knows what they're doing, telling me what to do, and that's going to make me stronger and better and accomplish my goals is just amazing. So, um, there, they have a new company, it's, um, Sundog Running. So I highly suggest that you go check that out. It's sundogrunning.com and, um, again, Emily writes my plan for me and it's just been I've been using her now um, for quite some time and I've seen such a huge improvement in my running. Um, I've gotten faster, I've gotten stronger, way more confident and I and I can say I have not had an injury since I started uh, using her plans. I have not hurt myself. That was a big thing for me before. I was running too much and I was just always hurting myself. So highly recommend that. So I got my plan. So it's really cool because I like to obsess over my plan and what I'm doing. So I sat down and I looked it over and I always highlight the big runs that I have and I try to figure out, okay, you know, how am I gonna do this? Do I need to get a sitter that weekend? Whatever. Um, I also look to see if there's races so that I can use those races as part of my training runs. You know, if I have a four hour, five hour run, why not do that at a race where I can get aid station support and kind of push myself a little bit more because I'm in a race environment. So I looked at my plan and um what worked out really well is that my friend Heidi Dove, she uh, is one of the race directors for Triple Dare Running. She has a race called Trail Trash in March, and I, I wasn't able to do it last year, so I volunteered with her. Um, I'm actually, I signed up to do the marathon as one of my training runs, so I'm super excited. So that will be my next race. Um, that's in March, and I'll talk more about that later. Hopefully I can and get another interview with, with Heidi about that. Um, that will be in March. So I'm super excited um, and I put that on my plan. I didn't see anything else and I I think I'm good. Um, I'm sure, I always say I'm not going to sign up for any more races and then I'm sure something will come up. I'll be peer pressured uh, into something else. My group, my running group is really good about that, but I love it. So that's that's it with my plan. Um, I want to talk about PRD. That's what I call it. PRD, post-race depression. Okay, so like I said before, one of my biggest fears about doing a 100 miler was the aftermath right? Because running is such a critical part of my life that I knew that after this, I was going to be so messed up that I probably would not be able to run for a while. I was also told by several very experienced friends who have done 100 milers that I might not even want to run a 100 miler. Yes, that I might not want to run anymore after my race. And that just like, I was so worried about that. I think honestly, that's a lot of the reason why I stopped at 82 because I I was feeling good and I didn't want to not want to run. So post-race depression, um, again, I wasn't sad that I didn't finish the 100. Um, I started to get sad because I couldn't run because I wasn't running. Um, On my training plan, uh, Emily had, you know, rest or 20-minute easy run. And I, one day, I think it was Tuesday, I I was like, okay, I want to run today. I need to for my mental sanity. So I brought my running clothes to work and I went to go run after work. And I just, my knee was really feeling funky and I was feeling funky and I just wanted to go home and eat junk food. And so I didn't run. So I came home and then I was really sad and I was, I started like going through that whole like, oh, why do I do this to myself? Why do I put myself in this position. Now I'm all depressed. You know, I shouldn't have tried to do that. It's going to ruin my training for Quicksilver, you know, and then I went to this whole like thing about, you know, I am single and that's really been a struggle. I've been divorced for five years, almost six years now. And I, I've had a pretty bad time of dating, but, um, you know, the reason, the reason for my divorce, a lot of it was my running. Um, and so, I was, you know, just sitting here going, oh, my gosh, like, I'm, I'm going to be alone forever by myself because I spend all my free time running, and then here I am now, like, I have this week off, and I'm too sad and depressed, you know, I'm sitting here turning into Jabba the Hut, like, I don't want to go out and, like, meet anybody. Um, it was terrible. It was very, I did. I had a little, I was pretty depressed, um, you know, and then on top of the, I just felt so tired, like, I didn't, I didn't want to do laundry. I didn't want to go do the dishes, and that's so not like me. Um, so I went through this whole post race depression thing. It was on and off like all week. Um, I, I wanted to go run, but I was afraid, and I I didn't want to push it with my knee. So I I went through that Wednesday, and then you know I went through that on Thursday, and then Friday. Um, and it snowed on Friday here. So I live in Las Vegas, and it never snows here like once a year if that. And so Friday I was teaching. It was last class of the day. It's Friday. I have seniors. Um, And so I had the windows open and all my seniors start freaking out. I'm in the middle of this really, really boring, I try to make it fun, really boring lecture about the budget and taxes, right? So imagine that. And so I'm lecturing about the budget and taxes and it starts snowing. And so my students start freaking out and I'm like, oh, we really got to get through this lecture, ask for it. So we went outside and, you know, we were out in the snow and it just really made me want to go for a run so bad. But I was, my knee was still feeling a little tight and a little strange. So the bell rang, and everyone leaves, and I got my car, and I drive out to Red Rock because Red Rock is so beautiful to me, but it's extra beautiful, the rare sighting of snow on Red Rock. And so I pulled over to one of the trailheads that I go to sometimes, and I stopped, and I was taking pictures, and I looked at the trail, and oh, man, I was so tempted to just go run. But that was good, though. I was happy because I was like, okay, well, I I really want to run. It's just I, I was nervous about hurting my knee. So I got back in the car and I went, picked up my sons from school and we went home and I just, again, I, I, I get so, I have this like conflict in me about, um, you know, running is so great for me and it's changed my life. But then at the same time, I think because I'm always, I'm alone and, and I do really want to be in a normal, healthy relationship. Uh, and that's been very hard for me to find because I do spend, you know, 90% of my time running and then you know, I've dated a few runners and it, it doesn't work out and then that makes things awkward in the group. And so I kind of, I think I need to stay away from that again. I, I can't, um, I can't, I can't do that again. I just can't. Um, and so it, then I, I like, I'm like, oh my gosh, you know, I'm going to be alone forever. So all I have is my running, but then what happens when I can't run? So I went through that whole crazy thing. Um, and then I went to bed early Friday and I just decided, okay, Saturday morning, I I had my sons. I was like, I'm just gonna step outside and just do a little, like just a little jog up and down the street, just to see how I feel, just to feel better. And I can tell you, like I woke up and man, I was I was scared. Like I was really scared because I didn't want to head out the door and start going, and then oh no, you know my knee's messed up and I can't run. Um, so it was really funny because you know the night before I'd had a conversation with with my friend who's really an experienced ultra runner. He was telling me like after his first hundred running just sucked for so long. Like it was terrible. Like he didn't want to run. Um, he did not want, it was, it was, and then when he would run, it was the worst. Like running was the worst. Like his runs just sucked. Right. But then eventually he started to feel better and he started kicking ass again. And so I, I, I accepted that. I said, okay, All right, I'm probably going to go out there and running is going to suck, but I'm going to just deal with it. And eventually, like, I will be okay and things will be back to normal again. This is temporary. Like, I have to tell myself that because sometimes I don't, I I forget. So, Saturday morning, I get up, I do my core workout, um, and then I I step out the front door and um, I go. And I can tell you, like, the first few steps, oh my God, it was so terrifying because I felt that little twinge in my knee again. Um but I, I kept going and I said, all right, well I'm gonna take it really slow and I wasn't going slow and um I ran and I I ran and I I ran and you know I hit a mile and I hit I, I, I was so excited. I felt it felt amazing. Like after stressing out all week and getting all sad and depressed because I wasn't running and feeling like I was all fat and gross because I was eating too much. Um, it was, I felt amazing and, and it was really cold outside, but that's okay. It, it was just one of the most amazing things ever. So I ran out and then I, I realized I was like, oh my God, because my training plan said rest or, uh, it said, I think 30 minutes, uh, max. So I ran out to the stoplight and then I was like, okay, this is 1.5 miles. It's like I got to turn around and go back or I'm going to go over, right? I'm trying to be really good about not overdoing it. So I got the light. I turned around and I just flew back and I had my music on, you know, I had my rap music. And so it was just me and Tupac and Ice Cube and, uh, you know, Lil Wayne and Kanye all the way back. And I was in heaven again and I was I was feeling great. And honestly, my knee felt amazing it wasn't bothering me and I ran I probably ran a lot faster than I should have uh, but I, I was clocking some pretty f- decent mileage and it just it made me so I felt so good so yay I ran again that was on Saturday that was yesterday so then um today there was a group run scheduled uh, at the craft house brewery here Um really a great place and that was actually the first time I went to a group run with my trail group was actually a craft house run so um, it's on the other side of town, so I was kind of iffy about whether or not I should go, because I was really worried about, it's a 5.4 mile run, and I'm only supposed to do 40 minutes today, so I thought, well, if I drive all the way over there, and then I go run, I'm, I'm going to want to run with everyone, and I'm not going to go slow, um, but Okay, I said, All right, I just as long as I stick to my plan, I'm gonna be fine. So um we ran this trail, it's called the Caves Trail. Um we met at we meet at Equestrian Park. So we don't meet at the brewery. There's an equestrian park trail. Um and I, I really love this trail. I've only ran it once, but it's pretty popular with everybody. I see everyone running it all the time. So got there. It was so great to see everybody. Um I don't get to see people we in our trail group, it's funny. I, I I'm the it's kinda of, this is kind of my fault, but so in Las Vegas we have Las Vegas is huge, and we're so lucky because there are so many places to run. So um, I live on the west side of Vegas, and then we have Henderson, which is – we call that the east side. So there's kind of like – we joke around. There's a little bit of a friendly rivalry. There's the east-siders and the west-siders. And then obviously, you know, because – Everybody lives on that side of town. We all live on this side of town. You know, we all, we hang out more. Now there's crossovers. There's plenty of people that go, you know, from the east side that come to the west side runs. And there's people on the west side that go to the east side runs. And we're all one big happy family. But it's really funny because we do, we joke around about that a lot. Um, And I'm really lucky because, like I said, I started going to the Wednesday night group runs, which are always in Henderson. Um, And so I know everyone over there. And then I started the Monday night runs, so I know everybody from Monday nights. So it's funny because I always have people from Henderson asking me who uh, people from my side of town are, and I always have people from my side of town always asking me who the Henderson people are. So you know, and it's like that whole gangster rap thing. Like I'm a big West Side Connection person, and so we always West Side, and we throw up the West Side hand symbol. You know, if you don't know what that is, look it up. But um, it's really funny. So I w- I got to go over there today. I haven't I haven't been able to go to a Wednesday night run and see all my Henderson friends for a very long time. So it was really cool to get there and just talk to everybody about. Um, You know my experience at jackpot and most there's so many um really experienced people over there so it's very cool to see everybody so we start running and i just i get so much anxiety it's funny people don't know this but i have such anxiety around groups like it it's actually paralyzing and that's kind of one of the reasons why i started going to the group runs because i i wanted to get over that um and organizing the group runs really helps me but I just, I get this paralyzing fear. Like, I just don't like being around people in crowds. And even though I know most of those people and I love them so much. So once I got there, I was fine. You know, when we start running and of course I run, I'm running way too fast. Like I should have not gone so fast, but I was just so happy to be on the trail again because I haven't been on trail for a little while. um And I'm running and leg is feeling good. Like it's funny, I'm really paranoid because I do feel something, but I ran fine and you know, the loop was 5.4 miles and a couple of people actually said to me, oh, you should just do the full loop. Like you don't, you don't need to worry about that. So I, um, for a little while I was like, yeah, yeah, I'll just do 5.4. It's only, you know, it's only an extra mile because I was only supposed to do 40 minutes, but I, I, I realized like we got out there and I was just, my legs are feeling so heavy and I'm still feeling tired and, um, I did a little bit of a leg workout this morning and so I just decided to be smart for once. Wow. That's, that never happens. Um, I usually would be stupid and go over what my plan says and then regret it later, but no, I decided to take it easy and I hit two miles and I said, okay, if I don't turn around now, I'm going to go over my 40 minute time. And so I stopped and I turned around and I'm glad I did. Um, I felt i feel great like i my knee feels a little funky still but it's not hurting me and it's not slowing me down so we'll see how this goes i'm gonna do some strength training and some stretching and hot yoga and and but it feels better so that's good i'm still i'm still a little paranoid about it maybe i'm in denial i don't know but i i ran fine today and then um it was really cool because my friend kevin kevin youngblood he did a uh, race in costa rica and i really want to talk to him about that it's a stage race and they did over 120 miles in costa rica it's, Beautiful pictures that he had so he was catching up uh, when I was coming back So him and I got to run a little bit and chat about his race. So it was very cool to see that so after the run we all headed over to craft house brewery and um, Ron Hammett uh, who's amazing my friend, uh, he had his trainer uh, Michael and he's from uh, This training facility and I'd actually really like to talk to him more um, but it's motivated uh, LV And he's a personal trainer. Uh, He's a round trainer. He was amazing. And so he sat there for the longest time and talked to all of us about the importance of strength training. And I'm sure most runners are just like me where it's like, I know I need to do it. I know it will help me prevent injury. I know that it will make me faster. I know it will make me stronger. And I don't do it. Like, I'm terrible. And so my biggest goal for Quicksilver um, is to get the strength training in there. Um, I have to get the strength training done for Quicksilver. If I want to run Quicksilver the way that I want to run it and make this 16 hour cutoff and avoid injury, like I absolutely have to, have to, uh, start strength training. And so I have that on my plan. I actually sat down and I worked it in and it was very cool because, uh, this guy that, that Ron had come out showed us very targeted exercises. And so he actually gave us, and if you want to look him up, he gave us three exercises to do. Um, well, one of them is Bulgarian split squats. Um, I have tried to do those so many times. Um, and I've heard many people say like that is one of the most beneficial exercises that you can do. They're, they're really hard. So, so I've been avoiding that, but I'm going to work that in. So Bulgarian split squats or one legged squats. You have to look that up. Um, Romanian deadlifts. Uh, I, again, I, I need to do that. Um, definitely lots of glute bridges or bridges, so whether you do bridges you know, with a band or bridges with one leg. And then the other thing is sumo squats. I've actually been doing sumo squats because um, I have a little workout program that I've been using in the morning um, and and there's that. So so it was great to have that reminder and have that information um, about the importance of strength training. So that's definitely something that I need to hold myself accountable for because I've been doing core. Um, my nutrition has gotten so much better. So I've, I've lost a little bit of weight again. Um, and it's, so, the strength training is what's going to be key for me for Quicksilver. Like, if you want to run uh, a lot and run hard, uh, you have to absolutely have to do strength training, right? The importance of, of squats and strengthening your hips and your glutes. Like, I can't like I've 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 messed myself up so many times, and every time, that's always the answer is is to do strength training, is to get your hips and glutes and and then get that leg work in there. Um, and core strength, absolutely. So I've been doing my core strength. I just need to add that in. So it was really cool to go to that that informational session today and, and have that reminder and um, get some information about that. So next weekend um, is a big race here. It is Blood, Sweat, and Beers. Um, and I have to – I was going to interview Rob uh, this week, but he is the race director for Desert Dash, one of them. Uh, but he is super busy getting ready for the race. So maybe we can do, like, a post racing But Rob um, – and, uh, Steven, uh, Massey and Aaron Hastings and Josh Eddy. They're the four race directors for Desert Dash. And I, I, I'm, I'm an ambassador for Desert Dash for transparency. Um, I absolutely love, uh, their races. And so this race, Blood, Sweat and Beers, it's out at Bootleg Canyon in Boulder City. Um, really technical, but really beautiful, really, really fun, um, unique. You get some really great views of, uh, Las Vegas and of Lake Mead. It's just, it's absolutely gorgeous. Uh, really awesome single track. Um, almost all of the races run on single track. So, uh, no matter what, and they have all distances, they have five Ks to, uh, they have a marathon. I love the marathon. Um, I've done it. I did it last year. Um, there's, um, there's morning races and there's night races. So what's really cool about this is you can do what they call a dirty double. You can do a race in the morning and a race at night. So you can do like the 5k in the morning and the marathon at night, or some people I know are doing the marathon in the morning and the marathon at night. Uh, really cool. So it's great because our trail community is so awesome. Um, everybody will be out there. So I love the social aspect of it. Um, I made the wise choice for once, not to sign up for a race, not to run anything. Um, cause I knew it was just going to be too soon after jackpot. So I'm actually um, captaining uh, the main aid station out there. So there's this one aid station called Caldera and it's kind of Grand Central Station. Everybody comes through this aid station. So I am going to be out there. I'm gonna bring my sons and we're going to have a great time. I'm hoping to wear my Care Bear onesie. I have a Care Bear onesie. Wear my Care Bear onesie out there. I think it's gonna be really cold. my son is actually, he's, he, I have twins and one of my sons wants to do the kids race. They have a kids race. So my son's doing, it's a a 2k kids race. He's going to do that. This will be his first official race. So I'm super excited about that. And I'm just really, um, excited about this race. Like I said, this was my, that was my first trail race. And you know, I'd done road races my whole life. I'd done a half, I'd done half marathons, road marathons, but um, doing that trail race for the first time, the, the thing first of all is beautiful. Like right, running on single track is is heaven to me. So it, absolutely amazing out there, um, and you get such great views. It's it's not easy. That's that's the other thing I love about it. It's very challenging. The course is extremely challenging. This is probably one of the most challenging areas we have here in Southern Nevada to run on single track. Uh, but I love it. Uh, and then it's the people. Like when I did that first trail race, I just I just noticed that trail runners are different from road runners, and and I know a lot of people do both. But um, everybody was so friendly. Like when I was running, you know, I remember someone introduced themselves to me, and then you know we're maybe because you're running slower, I don't know. But but everybody was just so friendly and so talkative, and um, the aid station people were so friendly and so helpful, and you know you you have awesome stuff at the aid station. So. I did, the, I did the half marathon for Blitz, Wet and Beers um, three years ago, actually. Wow, I can't believe it's been that long. And that was my first trail race, and I was just hooked. Um, you know And then and then finishing, it's so great because we all hang out uh, at the finish line, and for this race, there'll be food trucks there. Uh, there's beer. You get a beer with the race if you reg- register, but then they have some some beer trucks out there some and some really great stuff. So just that whole atmosphere of just hanging out with everyone, uh, drinking beer, you know, in the dirt. Uh, I love it, and so it sounds like we should have decent weather this year. Had some some bad weather previous years. It's been really hot, or it's been uh, raining. Uh, but it looks like we should have a a great great weather. So um, that's it. Like I am, this week's been then been interesting for me. Um, like I said, I think that post race depression, and I've talked to a few people about it. Um, it it's real, right? Uh, but I'm really excited. Um, I'm, I'm so happy that it's I'm a week out, you know, from running my first 40, 50, 60, 70, 80 miles. And I'm feeling good. You know, I ran yesterday. I ran today. Um, I, I need to be patient. Uh, I'm going to take it really easy this week. So hopefully uh, whatever is going on with my knee, like I'll get that straightened out. Um, but no, but I'm, I'm, I'm so excited. Um, like I said, it was this week, the big takeaway, I guess, was just that, you know, running is such a huge part of my life and um, I want it to stay that way. So I need to make sure that I'm taking those precautionary measures, especially tra- strength training to get this, you know, to, to be able to keep doing this because I do love this so much. And I'm super glad that I didn't want to quit running after <laughs> after DNFing my first 100 miler. Um, The other thing, you know, before I end this is I just want to thank everyone for the support that I got last week. I, I, I had a podcast before and I quit doing it because I was going through some things and everyone kept asking me to start it up again. And I was really hesitant because, you know, like I had mentioned before, um, I just – there was there was a few like two people maybe that that were saying some some not nice things and untrue things and um I took it hard you know of course like I'm human and I I do like I I want everyone to like me I'm human like who doesn't and so um it was really cool because I was really afraid to put that out there last week and then I did and I just the feedback that I got was so amazing and I think um I got so many people that told me that they were inspired by me or whatever, which still blows me away because I just, the other day on Facebook, uh, you know how it does that, it pops up and it tells you like, four years ago, well, this picture popped up um, that I had posted of when I was in high school and I got to do a whole episode about my high school years, but I I was so insecure and unhappy in high school and a lot of that has to do with you know, family stuff and things. Um, I was, I was a smart girl. I was very smart, but I didn't, I ditched a lot. Um, and I kind of had, you know, some friends that didn't support the best habits. And that is definitely one of the regrets that I have, but I wouldn't be the person that I am today if I hadn't done that. But, but it was funny because this picture popped up and I had a cigarette in my hand and I was probably 20 or 30 pounds heavier than I am now. My senior year, I gained so much weight and a lot of that has to do with the fact that I have polycystic ovarian syndrome and I didn't know it at the time but I just this picture pops up and I'm I'm, I'm chubby like unhealthy chubby and like I'm chubby now but I'm like fit chubby and I, I was chubby and I just I had a cigarette and I know I had been drinking 40s that night and I just looked at it and I just remembered like how different I, I am now compared to who I was when I was 18 I think I mean most of us are but but physically different like I I can't believe at 38 like I am more proud of my body than I was at 18 and I can tell you I'm a thousand times healthier like I still can't believe that I I quit smoking and trail running brought all that to me and ultra running and so um, I have come so far and it's so it was so cool to have that pop up but first I was like oh god oh my god but then <laughs> but then uh, to to just have that like recognition of like you know again because I am so hard on myself like wow so so for people to tell me all week like oh you inspire me I am inspired I have so many friends that are around me that inspire me and um, it, it's crazy for me to hear that, so I love that, that's why I do this, like, I love for people to know, like, I wasn't an athlete in high school, I was a smoker, I was overweight, like, I, I have health issues that I struggle with, you know, I work full-time, I have kids, but I still make this happen, because I, I just love it, and, and I've had setbacks, but, you know, don't, don't give up, like, I, I, when my leg was broken, I, I could have quit, like, I had doctors tell me, like, stop running, it's bad for you, Pfft, that's garbage, so, that's it so again uh, that's it for this week make sure you check out my Instagram page got some cool pictures on there uh, and then also check out the Facebook page and then uh, hopefully next week I should have an awesome guest I have a couple people lined up so just got to figure out which one you know because that's 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 how that goes uh, so uh, keep smiling and have fun do you want to run do you want to run do you want to run do you even trail bra? Do you want to run? Do you want to run? Do you want to run? Do you even trail run?